Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know, hear my scrabble a song. Turn the volume up, I suggest you. Someone's live with us. All right, word, word, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Tawanda's live request, Zoom version, because of quarantine and shit. We can't be in the studio, but luckily now we can go across the country and even the world, maybe, and talk to guests. Yeah. Today we have the homie Clark Jones. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? Word, we, call it, we, call, we call it a new edition. This ain't another, this is a new edition. New edition, word. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. New edition, like Bell Bill DeVoe. We're in this motherfucker. Let's go, yeah. man. Don't forget Ralph. I mean, he yeah, sang, well, Ralph, Ralph sang all them Bobby Brown records. Y'all know it. No, he, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. That's a, that's a, that's a goddamn. That's a goddamn lie. That is a goddamn. That was, that that was, was Ralph Bobby. That no, that was that was that Ralph wasn't Ralph. That, that wasn't Ralph. That wasn't Ralph. That was Ralph and Babyface. If it was Ralph, that album would no. If, if it was Ralph, that album would be known as a classic. He, oh, okay. Ralph was a better singer. Ralph was a way better singer. Than Ralph me. got all the reference tracks to uh, uh, "Don't Be Cruel." Hey, but Bobby had the swag. Ralph, Ralph had the talent, but Bobby's swag was undeniable. Only, only thing Bobby sang was my prerogative, and he wants to sing it low. And Teddy Riley told him, <laughs> no, no, don't sing it like you a damn tenor. And he was like, all right, if it come out whack, we're going to do it my way. And that, that shit came out it. brilliant. Mean, okay, maybe. Okay, you probably, okay, okay, I can, I, I, I'll, I'll Bob, that. I'll Bobby would have gotten his own way so many times if somebody smarter than say, well, let's just try my way once and then release that version. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. I know. Bobby. I know you're still... Bobby Defender. Too. Yeah, yeah. One day, I... I remember we had a, we had a show at uh, Friends and Lovers, and I defended Bobby so hard, a girl just got it and walked out. As she should have. Because <laughs> I because <laughs> but... I was like because I was like Whitney was on. I mean, I was because I, I was like I was like all right, both of them had coke problems. Okay, it wasn't just Bobby didn't ruin Whitney. They ruined each other. All right. Whit- Whitney ruined Bobby. I said that actually. That's that's what I said, but I didn't want to get I want to get that deep. But yeah, when everyone Bobby, People, but no one. That's just a fact. It's a fact, but everyone loves Whitney so much. And did you watch that? Did you watch the Bobby Brown VET uh, story? I read the book. Uh, so did, I read the book too. But you have to watch. You have to watch the VET version. Yeah, Whitney oh. looks fucking crazy, and Whitney looks out of her mind in that. Because at Yo, one point, even, go ahead. At one point, Bobby says, "Whitney, I love you, but we have to stop doing cocaine." And then Whitney in the BT version is just like, I love you too, but not as much as this cocaine. And then she right, goes back to right. and I was like, damn. Like, even, even before she started looking toe up from it, just watch the behavior. Like, them Donnie Simpson BT interviews, go back and watch a, go watch a Whitney Houston interview from like 1989 that's not uh, ABC Good Morning America. Like, when she gets to get on black interviews. Oh, yeah. Her fucking code, her code switching ability is like second to none. That's oh my, it was, wow. It was kidding. perfect. It was, I was like, I didn't know what she actually sounded like until I heard that Wendy Williams interview where she cussed her out on the phone. And I was like, oh my, yeah. that's Whitney? But see, that's when people think that it started. That's why they think Bobby did it. Cause hmm. they didn't, they weren't paying attention to them interviews on BT, where she used to be like, just going, just, there was one I just saw where they, they said like, uh, the uh, uh, little baby sounds like Whitney Houston rapping. Did you see that meme? 
Nah. Cause she was she was rapping, uh, be my baby tonight. She like, and like that, they were like, that's how little baby rap. Oh damn. And it's on the BET show. It's so funny. All right, because yeah, like, yeah, I think people also forgot what needs some Jersey jersey, like real jersey. Right. Like, the dirt, like the bricks. Like, Black church jersey. Yeah, like she's seen some shit. So it's like she's not American. She wasn't American sweetheart. Not in like a bad one, but just like she wasn't just that. She was more than that. She had she that a, voice, man. And yeah, power, probably most powerful voice. It. I would. I would say yeah. Her peak before it started to to dwindle. Like it was. I mean, uh, the the the, the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, she. How did. you? How you add that much soul to a fucking fucking Francis Scott Key record? No shade to no shade to Boston. I don't ride. I ride. I ride for like Black Boston. And, I ride and, for and, Black Boston and then like Mark Wahlberg, kind of. That's as far as I go. With oh, me. please don't. Ain't Francis Scott Key from JP? <laughs> Maybe just make a plane. Maybe from Rosendale. That's a real nigga. That's a real nigga, bro. Francis Scott Key. Where the Wahlbergs from? What part of Boston? Dorchester. Okay, that's black now, right? Oh, Dorchester. Dorchester was always it was it was still segregated then, but like they're on like the Irish side of it. There was the black okay. side, it was Irish side, yeah. But yeah, Mark Wahlberg was just some shithead Dorchester kid who beat is that up. No, is that north or central Boston? That's like, what would I call it? It ain't south. I'd, I'd say I'd say central. I'd say like centralist, yeah. Because okay. or, yeah, Dorchester, like Dorchester, Roxbury. That's like people call that. Like Sam, right. Sam to me says, "Oh, I'm from real Boston, Dorchester, or Roxbury. That's real Boston. You're from Hyde Park, which is barely Boston." Yeah, like, Jeffrey Joseph is from uh, Roxbury. Dorchester. I think. He's from Roxbury. Dorchester. No, no, he's, he's, you know, he's from he's from Madison. He's from Madison. Okay, he rep, he rep Roxbury though. I to a degree. Was, I could have sworn he was a guy from Mattapan. I was like, what? No, nah, because I went to that fish fry over in uh, Dorchester. Oh yeah, I don't know what he's, I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> yeah, and he was yeah. like, oh, that's my old hood, huh? Well, that's I'll talk to him at some point about this. Yeah, we gotta talk. We gotta talk Boston to Boston. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, <laughs> besides being a podcast, we talk about Boston geography. This is a musical podcast where I have my guests talk about their favorite songs and they talk about, you know, what's going on in their lives. So as you promote your podcast with your hat, Classic Black Dude, hey, we have the host of Classic Black Dude here, Clark. I want to know, Clark, what's your favorite song right now or just an ever? Favorite song. Okay, I'll give you favorite song, I'll give you favorite album. My favorite song of all time is Zoom by the Commodores. Zoom by the Commodores? As we talk on the Zoom. That's, not, talk, a, oh yeah, that's, that's not a that's not a promotional thing. It really is my uh it changes a lot. All time I would say, yeah, Zoom by the Commodores. It just uh if my personality was a song, yeah. And most and, and most of my life. Yeah. They used to call me Ghost. Because oh, yeah? I would just always be gone. Like, I would, it was like really like, now you see me, now you don't. That's <laughs> shout right. Out to, shout out to Wu Tang. Mm. But listen, I'm sitting there listening to this. Tell me when, when's the first time you heard this, if you can remember. 
I don't remember the first time. It had to be probably with my dad somewhere. But I remember the the earliest time I remember was in college. I was with my friends and we were helping them move. And it was just a real heavy time in life. And I was just like, man, turn that up. No, you know what it was? Nobody even said turn it up. My boy who was driving just turned it up and everybody was like, yeah, that's that's the move. Turn that mm. So what does that mean to you? Everything he's saying, searching for that silver lining. Always like that. I'm a very optimistic person, which is why I have to get away from people a lot of times. Yeah. So like, so like being called ghost or like, now you see me, now you don't is like, I have to go recharge my um, social battery. I understand that completely, bro. Just that, uh, that's that feeling of just like, yeah, like I can't, I've given up too much energy. I gotta get back. I gotta leave, I gotta leave y'all. And I have to restore myself because if I don't, I'm just so gonna, I'm gonna, be, gonna be drained. And then it's like, things gonna, things gonna hurt me more. Things gonna, I'm gonna be treated so different. So I can function. Yeah, I need to be able to function. That's that like, the extroverted introvert thing, you know what I mean? Right. Where it's like you're not, but you're not one of the other. You're just like you're kind of just like, I can be out. I need to be out, yeah. but sometimes I'm just like, yo, it's, I don't need to talk to anybody for a while. Like where, every, where everybody can be what they want to be. Oh yeah. Or like every thing where like you do when you're doing stand up, but like you do like shows back to back to back to back to back, like maybe like a week or so. And you have that one day off, and you're like, I'm throwing my phone out the window. Don't talk to me. I'm not leaving my room. So many, so many things that just make you that triggers that that triggers that like i just got to get away from people i'm just absorbing too many people's energy yeah especially as an empath like you know twitter feed facebook feed it's called a feed because it's a diet yeah and you got to be careful of your diet and what everything that you intake brother I feel you, I feel you, bro. We should have the koofies on for that. We should have the koofies on for that. That's that's a koofy moment. We should. I should get Photoshop koofies on our head right now. That's why they call it a feed. Exactly. Red, the red eyes. I just want to see the red eyes. That's that's my favorite move. That's my the Hotep meme is my favorite shit. Hotep's Hotep's had a hell of a year. Oh, they, they've had a they've had a great year of rebranding. Oh my god. Yeah. But also, it's like Hotep. I like, I kind of realized I was like I used to be mad at them for saying crazy shit, but I was like they don't do anything. They just they give you their opinion, but they don't say they don't do shit. Like they don't like attack people. You don't, you don't no hear about a hotel terror. Yeah. <laughs> There's an organized hotel. They don't like bomb, they don't like you know. They, what they want you to do. They want you to organize so they know where you're at. Yeah, I gotta, I, yeah. I gotta laugh at the Dr. Umar Johnsons. I just laugh at it. I don't take it too oh. seriously. He knows yeah, he shouldn't think... be taken seriously either. Yeah, that's why he's so. That's why he's joking all the time. Excuse me, but that's why I look at him and I'm just like, I see shit like that. And then this is where my shit goes off. I'm like, if he was white, he'd be a threat because if he was white, he would have power to galvanize and make him do shit. Because he's like, he's like the black Alex Jones thing. Because white people think Alex Jones is hilarious. White people, they they meme him all the time, but that nigga says some yeah. crazy shit. That Rush, nigga, Rush Limbaugh too. He don't believe none of that shit he say. No, it's just like it's just trolling. It's trolling. And this song helps you get away from the trolls, baby. I just need 
at that point where I'm not laughing at a Dr. Umar Johnson, I'm taking it too seriously, that's when I need to step away for a second. That's the scariest shit. That, that, that happened to me like maybe two times where it was like, I was watching, I was watching all the little clips and shit. I was laughing. I was laughing. Then he said one thing that made sense and I was like, hmm, I was like, all right, I gotta stop this shit. Yeah. I haven't watched the clip in like two, three weeks. Now I'm, not beyond, I'm beyond the pale at that point. Exactly. Like, you've done too much. And that's the, that's the, that's the real scary shit, bro. It's like, there's so many people that people first thought, oh, they were funny or entertaining and shit. But then they gained power. And it's like, I, I'll never forget this shit. I was in high school. It was a lunch period, but I was like in my classroom just working and shit. I had like, yeah. to finish. And sitting maybe three, four t- chairs away from me, there were these two white kids. And they were reading out the history book. And they were laughing at how Hitler spoke. They were laughing at his mannerisms, and then, but they weren't laughing like, oh, he's an idiot. They were laughing like, oh my god, he's so fascinating. And I was like, that's fuck that 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 to this day scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, but like, he was funny. Don't know. <laughs> he was a master orator. Hey, what? You got, that's, 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 you yeah. got to sprinkle some comedy in there, no matter how serious of you course. are. Of course, you do. You got you got to do that shit. And it's just like, but the comedy, I feel like that's what makes the the message is easier to swallow. Absolutely. You know, you know, Mussolini taught him how to how to speak. Bobby, Man, you don't Mussolini. know that. Mussolini, Mussolini taught Hitler how to be engaging and a good orator. So do you think was, was Mussolini's out like punching up his speeches and shit? Yeah. He's reading them. Because you know, Mussolini right. had that Italian bravado and he was all like and like over animated like real Def Jam. And that then, would be a funny but like awful sketch. I just like <laughs> Mussolini trying to coach Hitler after a bad set. Like, all right, just like Mussolini is at Def Jam and Hitler's in the audience taking notes. Funny but terrible. <laughs> funny but terrible. Like Mussolini's like no. It's like Mussolini's like Charlie Baker and fucking Hitler's Dave Chappelle. All right, we got that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 bad. But like I don't know, I don't know. Like I think like it it sounds bad, but I kind of do like looking at these evil people in like almost like humane lens because it's kind of just like sure. then you can see like all right, because a lot we're taught in high, we're taught in school and shit. These these are just evil to the root. Like they didn't, like they grew up weird Damien Omen type kids killing kittens and shit like that. In reality, they were just like people, and it's like just see like yo, this is how a person gets corrupted. And these are things you right. have to avoid. These are traits you have to avoid because we, we see that shit every single day. And so I hate to ever give... When, I like the joke. I ain't co-signing the person. But Drew Michael has a joke about, like, Trump is Hitler. Everybody's talking about they would kill Hitler. Like, we'll kill Trump then. The same reason you not is the same reason they didn't do it in 1941. Yeah, and that's why even, like, I remember Casanova, the rapper, was talking about Takashi. Everything and had beef and shit. And to, and Casanova was just like, everyone keeps telling me, "Yo, go get Takashi." I'm like, "No, you go get that nigga. I'm not gonna go back to jail for that shit." Like, what the fuck you talking about? Exactly. Why do you want, why do you want me to risk my freedom to kill somebody that you don't like? If you don't like him so much, you go after that nigga. And it was, I was like, damn. And that's how trolls win because nobody wants to take them out. Everybody, everybody got something they would rather live for, and everybody. Everybody think that they got a bright future <laughs> for some yep. reason. 
You gotta realize, no, you are. Yeah, Come on, are. laugh at that shit, Nick. Everybody think they got is something coming to them. Right. There's no, that's just destined to assassinate somebody. No, that was that's your what whole you purpose. Meant to, that that's that I believe in that more than you being on the Tonight Show. Yeah, but it's also like assassins don't assassins don't get like fame. You don't become like a pop and it's like like John Wilkes Booth is like the most famous. John Wilkes Booth. And Lee Harvey Oswald is like, I, I know them. But he ain't, fam- he ain't from he ain't famous from that shitty ass acting career. Exactly, he's famous. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Some of y'all need to give up stand up and go kill a list of people we name. <laughs> so we just so we just go to shows. It's like, yo, I noticed that you were bombing hey, for like six seven minutes. I promise, I promise, we'll never stop talking about you. I guarantee, bro. You. <laughs> Says on somebody they're bad. I'm just gonna give them a list. I'm gonna give them a list of people to kill. I'm like, all right, yo, here. <laughs> I like, notice you're not. I notice you're not killing on stage. But here's yeah, an opportunity. The crowd, yo, the crowd was hot, and you came on. Stand up, John Wick. <laughs> yeah, listen. I like to. I like to offer you a counter. You know, roll. Yeah, <laughs> take it or leave it. <laughs> you could kill people. <laughs> yeah, you ain't but, killing. You ain't killing in the way that you think you are. But what's crazy though? What's crazy though, again, I don't know why I'm just I just gotta keep doing this shit. But like I've been watching a lot of TV or who I've been watching a lot of trash TV late at night. And at like three in the morning and shit, that's when you see all the ads for like the army and shit. Cause they're basically like, all right, you're up at 3 a.m. watching old family guys. You're yeah. wasting your life. You have no purpose. You have no purpose, but you can go kill people. I mean, yeah. How great would that feel? Exactly. So it's like the assassins are always like then like I remember because I think about like Game of Thrones and shit or Assassin's Creed. Assassins are always like these super cool, suave, like no, they're losers that like they, that losers. They, have not, they have nothing else to offer. And, Here's, you, you know the other thing that's phony? Cause I always read about like what's fake about movies and TV shows. Assassins don't even move dolo. Like assassins usually have at least one or two other people with them at all times because that scope on a rifle it's hard to use that no matter how much they try to make it like it's perfect like oh you get the scope you need somebody else with binoculars yeah it don't be that covert opish as they try to make it seem like on video no games. it's not covert even like even like a silencer silencers don't silent shit silencers like if if you like if you shot a gun with the silencer yeah. in my apartment you would hear it outside my apartment you, you just would hear yeah, you just wouldn't hear it two blocks away. Oh, anybody who's really used the silence to know it ain't silent, Vlad. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, oh, shit. I can't confirm that, but I've heard from plenty of gangsters that it's not silent, Vlad. I swear to God, people people use that I can't confirm or I can't say as like it's this giant legal yeah. loophole where cops are just like, damn, well, we can't catch him. Well, man. he said he can't say. He said he can't say. That's not uh, we can't we can't use that. I know we saw him, but he didn't say it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we he has a criminal record and he he knows people, so we can't even bring him in. Yeah, we can't we can't do anything about that. Like, yeah. but um, we can't bring a black man in. He said he know he can't oh, say. Can't do no- Yo, I was watching. Um, I was watching. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was watching. Wait, 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 wait. He just said he can't say. Hold your fire. He said he can't say. He said he didn't have a man, gun. No, man down. man down. He said, he, like, yo, it's like, you can't, you can't be cool like that. Like, I remember I was watching um, the Meek Mill documentary, Free Meek on Amazon. Have you seen that shit yet? 
I've watched some of it, but I ain't see I ain't see it all. Glad. Well, first of all, it makes me it makes things like he's fucking Nelson Mandela, like he's like a political prisoner. When it's just like he just kept doing stupid shit. That's part of the reason why I could like this nigga went to jail for popping willies. Like they don't I don't need sixty minutes of that. Yeah, it's, no. First of all, it's not six minutes. It's like three hundred. It's like four or five episodes. There's an episode. He's just like, yeah, I'm on probation. And then we did we did a video. The video was cool. We had these prop fake guns in the video. And then we thought it'd be funny to point the fake guns at the camera in a picture. And the judge was just like, what the fuck is that? And we said the guns are fake. And it's just like, bro, you're on probation. Stop. Yo, like, I can't. Like, I, I, I could do. Five to ten minutes of a Philly accent without any jokes. Like I, that's the most I could do. I can't take it like a somebody being serious with a Philly accent and bowl and all of that. Like, yeah, I, like, like, yo, where's yo, where's Reggie at? Where's where's Dave Temple? <laughs> like, give me, give me a comedian. Yo, yeah, where's, where's Monroe at? Let's talk. Let's talk where's Monroe, Monroe at? Where's Monroe? We, we need where's Roski? Where's Leo Wolf? Like, give me, <laughs> give me something. I need. I can't take this seriously. Yeah, but it's like that. That fucking documentary. I was watching the shit, and he just kept doing stupid shit, but was acting <laughs> like it wasn't his fault. Every. And, it's so many niggas in jail. No reason is the number one crime committed by men in prison right now. I'm in jail for no reason. Some people, it's fucked up. Some people are, but it's just like, you gotta be like, hey, yo, I did, like, I did the shit. I did the shit. I fucking, like, that's why I like Boosie so much. Boosie so much. Like, he's like, hey, yo, I did the shit. All right. Yeah. I was in jail. I was locked down. I was supposed to be on death row, but I beat the shit somehow. And I, but I did the shit. That somehow it's tricky. How you beat it, mm. but nobody else can beat it. He, the, he you know, that lawyer the, was like, you know what? I'm tired of losing. The lawyer, no. <laughs> <I'm not losing. laughs> but why don't everybody? Why don't every black man use like niggas on lesser charges going to jail? But he beat a murder in Louisiana. He beat. Yo, it was that shit was. But also, like he had. He also has like a ton of money. He has a ton of money. Boozy has a crazy amount of money. So From what? Like, I Yo, down south, boozy. Yo, down south, boozy is like he's making. He was like he also hustles in crazy ways where it's just like I would never think about that. He said, I could believe that. I could he believe said he some got shit. Hustles. He said some shit. He was just like, yo, when this shit's over, when this when this quarantine shit's over, I'm gonna go from project to project. I will charge the I'll charge the project ten thousand dollars for a show, and I will perform on. A, I'll perform anywhere, and I'll do twenty shows like that in a week. I believe him, and the, he using the Vlad. Um, you know, revenue stream or the stream to keep his name relevant and keep it important. That's him. I ain't mad at that at all. Yeah. Also, it's kind of like I was thinking. I was thinking about it just now. Boozy has okay. He has his own record label. He has his own bottled water. He has his own chips. He has his own cologne. He has his own perfume. He he makes he makes his own movies. He I mean, also yeah. look how rich look, brand. look how rich Nas is, man. We forget that I think we all forget that Nas is like a very rich person. You ever looked at his portfolio of investments? Nah. It's a fucking 27 Yankees, 96 Bulls ledger sheet of like fucking Lyft and like all these products white women love. And like anything like Fortnite, like like he got major stock. He flipped um he flipped and sold something for like five mil. Or so 40 mil. 
Yeah. So it's like so while everyone's laughing for being bad at picking beats, he's amazing at picking stocks. Amazing at it. Like that's he has he has a, he has a great eye for that shit. Like every stock he picks is ether. Ah, <laughs> uh, ether. That fucking <laughs> every stock he picks is life's a bitch and you die. Yeah. Ether though. No. Ether no. though. Ether fucking I think about the death of Autotune, that 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 whole Jay Z shit. Everyone yeah. thinks it's about T Pain. It wasn't. It was never it was about Ron Browse. Oh wow. And it wasn't and the thing is it wasn't about Autotune as much as it was about the fact that this I'm just reading into it. Again Ether the boy. Yes, exactly because he because he, he made because he made that beat. And that was his out. And I you could tell this this is why I knew Jay Z is a very like I love him, but that's a petty, petty. That's a oh, he stays on on social media. Yeah, he knows everything. All over four four four. Here's a crazy thing. You're a Kanye fan, so this is where like I read deep into the tunnels of like what does this lyric really mean? Mm -hmm. So he had the line, uh, "Niggas skipping leg day just to run their mouth," right? Yeah, which is a great line in itself. But you go back to Kanye on um, thirty hours. Yeah, at the bench, all chest, no legs. At the all chest, no legs. It's like he just listened to that part and then went in the booth. Yeah, because he's just yeah, he's patty, he's patty, and he just thinks about like he wants to attack and like he's very strategic. But the auto tune shit, he saw Ron Browse was doing his shit with auto tune, and was but at the same time he was like, all right, I can make the. I make this song. I feel like, yo, Autotune sucks. And they're all, oh, heads like, you know, I agree with you. Autotune's so trash. He makes yeah. that shit. Now, everyone thinks the intended target is T-Pain. So when, we, I remember the clip of Death of Autotune being like, not, no, Jason was rapping that shit. And then T-Pain is standing next to him listening the entire time on stage, just watching him. Like, okay. But and, he also came at T-Pain. Yeah, he, he, everyone did. Cause, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he obviously, he also came to T-Pain. I mean, that yeah. was that, that wasn't the intended target. That was just okay. that was a bonus. That was a bonus. Because that was a bone, yeah. Ron Brown, Ron Browse, though, he was slowly getting to a place with Auto Tune where it was like he went from doing songs with fucking um, Jim Jones, like Pop Champagne, See You Dance, and he was getting more like I'm gonna make solo shit. After that song came out, I remember there's a quiet article that dropped where like he was dropped from his label. Yeah, that's the thing, like. <clears throat> T-Pain was too big for Jay to even really come at like that because he was running the game. And it did hurt T-Pain a little bit because, but Jay was still like kind of aging, so he didn't have the influence. Yeah. But it's going to kill anybody lower than T-Pain. Mm-hmm. And it did. Mm-hmm. It killed. So that's, it that's killed. a great point because it, yeah. it's not going to, even if he wants to come at T-Pain, you know, it's a little Nick, but if he drop uh, uh, that shit Bugatti, then everybody forgets the Jay Z lyric, but yeah. they won't forget to not listen to Ron Browse. Yeah, exactly. And T Pain, <laughs> it sucks. I feel like Jay Z probably saw T Pain like, "Yo, this is gonna hurt you a little bit, but you'll be all right." And T Pain talks yeah. about T Pain talks about. You ever, you ever watch T Pain interview or just listen to him talk about shit? He's a very entertaining, smart. I listen to him on breakfast. Every interview he do, I he's great. He's great. He's I've, I've watched. I saw, I saw him in concert with my ex. And it was like he did it all like no auto tune, just like just he was it's an acoustic set. It was fucking fantastic. He's a brilliant musician. He's a he's a genius. He made his first song when he, he like I sprung him out when he was 19 years old. Yeah. Like he's 35. 
and he's had this long ass career, but he talks about all the time how like people didn't respect him. Like the story I hear all the time, and it, it hurts a lot to tell, but it's like when they're like he was in the studio with Kanye and shit, right? All his people. And they yeah. make a song. And T-Pain goes to the bathroom, right? It goes somewhere. <laughs> and then Kanye and his homies, they make up a song dissing T-Pain. And then T-Pain comes back into the room and they're all singing about how T-Pain sucks. You know, I gotta check the Carfax because T-Pain is also the type of nigga where, like, niggas are clearly joking, but he'll turn it into a whole album. Like, because like, he, like, he, like, he has insecurities, bro. I, yeah, I believe Kanye may have did that, but I also believe T-Pain might have walked back in and like, oh, we just fucking with you. We made up this song. And it was all laughs. Then he'd but, go on Wendy Williams, like, and then they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but T-Pain also, like, I think he was tired of just overall just being a joke. Even though even though part of his persona was sure. it was a joke. He had the top hats, he was goofy when he big danced. ass chain. Yeah, yeah, the, the big ass chain, which was real, which was he said like he's like I wasted thirty thousand dollars on that chain. I regret it every day. It looked like more. Yeah. But and it then sounded like a, a modest estimate. To make it worse, every feature that he did, he said like a little he, he did a lot of features for free. He's like, Oh, we're home. Like yeah. it'd be like it'd be like, yo, if you were like, Hey Tawan, do you wanna be on my show? I bet I'll do it for free. No money. And then he was like, I do, he did a bunch of that shit on these huge records. He did that. And then he's like, hey, I need to make, I need to make my song. I need to make my, my, my album. You want me my, on my song? They'd be like, all right, that'll cost you this, this much money. And he's like, I did, I did your shit for free. He's like, yeah, but you got I'm, I'm Future, and I need to charge you. Yo, no, Future's, no, Future's brother, Casino. T-Pain saw, T-Pain saw Future's brother. He's like, yo, I want to do a song. I want to do a song Future. And Casino said... Get the fuck out my face. He would never do a yeah. song. And it's just like... Wait, is that the same casino from the Pharrell track? Move that dope, yeah. Move that, that's him? Yeah. Everybody turns the record off when his verse comes some. He had some bars on that verse, though. But nobody listens to him. He said, like, the J's on my block. Like, what, what did he say? Casino, get that dope. Yeah. No, shut up. We listen, we barely get Pharrell a pass on that record, but he's smart. He sandwiched himself between Future and Pusha T. He pulled the bird, he, did, he pulled the bird man. He pulled the bird man. <laughs> that was genius. That's, that's the bird man move, bro. That's the bird man you know, move. You know why? Because when that bird man and Wayne album came out, niggas was selling a bird manless version. So it was just Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> on his Birdman Wayne <laughs> It would be and it was, what's so crazy is it was Wayne some I think it was like one song Wayne was only on the hook and niggas sold the album with just Wayne and niggas was freestyling they was freestyling over the instrument. <laughs> I believe it, bro. I believe it. Cause Wayne at that point, I remember this is this is a year before what's it call it? Uh Duffel Bag Boy. It was just it was just a hook. And we were all yeah. waiting. For, we were all waiting for his verse on that. I'm Duffelback oh. waiting for his verse. What was the other song? Make it rain. He never had a verse. And I was like, right. Yeah, we just wanted to hear. His, my mom loved. Uh, like she used to. She used to because that's when he started doing like, uh, voice like uh, uh, sound effects. In his voice. Oh that's yeah. When he first really started to get into. Uh, oh. Have you watched that whole thing? Have you watched hip hop? What's the, what's the show on Netflix? Uh, hip oh um 
Generations, hip hop, gener- something like that. No, you want to talk about good. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Oh, you know, Nick. If you turn on Netflix right now, it's gonna be recommended for you. Yeah. Guaranteed. But like Manny Fresh said, Manny Fresh said this. He said like Wayne from the beginning of his career was all about sound effects because Wayne heard Missy Elliott and like that was Wayne's first big rap influence because she did all that. She did sound effects shit. So that's why Wayne, the first Wayne verses were wobbly wobbly or bling bling. Mm-hmm. Making sound effects, and then like he got he got away he got away from it to get lyrical because he wanted to be taken seriously because nobody took him nobody took him seriously because he was never the lyricist of Cash Money. It was fucking it was BG. It was Juvie first, then it was BG, and then who else was it? Tur- Turk had some bars too. Yeah, Turk had Turk no. had bars. Yeah, Turk had some bars, but then it was like then the drop was like Wayne and no like Wayne's first album. You kind of just like all right, this is cool, I guess. But then mm-hmm. he was like, I gotta. I want to become I want best to be the lyricist. Only best and, lyricist. And he a smart dude. Yeah. Wayne is very, 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 very smart. And he learned how to how to merge being a lyricist and how to sell records. Yep. And the whole time he like, you could ask him anything about anything. He doesn't get he doesn't give a fuck about anything. Every interview, oh. they're just they're just like, Wayne, so-and-so got beef with you. And he's like, Word? I, I didn't know that. Yeah. He know when he's disrespectful on records, but very respectful in interviews. Yeah, I saw him talk about Young Thug, and Thug was just, he was like, "Yo, me and Thug." Like at first, I was confused. I didn't know why he was doing that, but then we talked, and I was like, "Oh, this person always." He's like, every time I see Thug, he tells me I'm the greatest. That's the first thing he says every time I see him. And he was like, "I have respect for Young Thug." Yeah, did he really shoot at his tour bus? I don't know about all that because that just seems. They asked, they, asked, they asked Wayne about that shit. And they were just like, that seems a little fool, but I, I feel like sometimes it's like you're they're shooting not to like. Sometimes I wish that we could know like if they're shooting what kind of are you using blanks or what? Because sometimes yeah. the shooting is just a shooting. Like it's, it's not to kill anybody; it's just to send a message. Like I'm shooting at you, just so like you know, like Takashi with with Chief with Sosa. With Sosa, yeah, that's the Kashi shit. It was like they weren't trying to they weren't trying to kill anybody. They were just trying to shoot to be like, all right. Officer Hernandez. Uh, shooting fuck blanks. It. Fucking Takashi. Detective Daniel. Ugh, I, I want I don't I don't want I don't want to get into I don't want to get into that shit. What I want to get into is uh tell me what's going on. <laughs> Segway. In- yeah, segue. <laughs> segue. Uh I just so- want to hear I just want to hear uh Ebro talk about it. Because he has it. so much hate. I mean, he hates him more than you hate him. I don't even, even at this point, I don't even hate him. I just I just realized that like I just I'm learning like you don't the, the thing about trolls and shit, you can't take them down. You cannot take them down with force. You can't take them down with mm. like, no matter how smart or rebuttal you have, you can you can't outwrap them. All mm. you can do to, to stop a troll is not feed it. Just ignore it. That's my favorite, favorite episode of The Simpsons, Treehouse of Horrors, is Just Don't Look. Just Don't Look. Exactly. Just Don't Look. look. Just Don't Look. look. Yeah. That's that's what that's that's you do. Just ignore them. And then, like, eventually, they either go away, or if they're still around, you don't care. Like, there's so many people, there's so many trolls that I've, like, muted or blocked on Instagram, on Twitter. Like, people tell me all the time, you see what Trump said? And I'm like, no. No, I didn't. I don't want to see what he said. I don't want to. Uh, Tommy Loren. I, I, I forgot that. Like, Somebody's like Candace Owens. I was like, who the fuck is that? Oh, she's the worst. I know, but no, I. But I. But at the same time, like, I just don't. 
I don't care wanna, because, yeah. because you're not saying. And also, I know like with news and shit, if something important's happening and these people are trolls, they're not gonna tell me what I need to hear. I'm gonna hear from somebody that I trust, and I don't trust these people. You was about to ask the question. My bad. I, I cut mm-hmm. you off. It's all good. Um, so tell me, you said favorite album. So you said favorite song. You said favorite album. What's your favorite album? Um, my oh, so many, but like, can I name a few of yeah. my like? Name a few. I don't. I don't have to skip any tracks. Yeah. When I say a few, I always do a five. It's a little OCD of me, but I got to do five. So, "Mama's Gun" by Erica Badu. Okay. Sing, sing sounds by NERD. Um, uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, these are. I'm just saying, I do have to skip one song on there, but still, it's what's on it? Skip on it. Uh, the one that Mano produced uh, towards the end. I don't even remember it. He always got one track I got to skip. Like, I had to skip uh, Breathe Easy on the first album. I had to skip, like, always one fucking... I had to skip the Brandy song on uh, Late Registration. It was just... It just didn't Weird, right? fit to me. Huh? It's it's something about the sound of it. It's like mixed weird or something. It's like real high. It's, it's like the it, it takes away from the synergy of the rest of the project. It felt like the rest of the songs were kind of made with the same thing in mind. And then he was like, oh, shit, I forgot about this one that I want to put out. Because I thought it was going to be the best record of this album. So I promised I would put on it. I already made it. And it's Brandy. So let me see. And it just wasn't. It, I didn't like it. Uh, so that's three. Aja by Steely Dan. Steely Dan. It's a perfect album. It's a perfect album. Yeah. And uh, What You're Looking For by Kirk Franklin. Ah, Kirk Franklin. He made, uh, all, all I remember about Kirk Franklin is like, I remember when he first came out, when I first heard of him, like in the yeah. 90s and shit, the excitement in like my household and just like, in my neighborhood, like all the black moms, like you can listen to rap now. We have Kurt Frank. It was like, it God, was crazy. You, you'll be okay. Emerged generations where we yep. were all excited had- about the same performer, and then we started liking it too much, and then they start going, "Oh, what is this?" Yeah, so it's and like, our message has gone too radical. Yo, he's good. That's what I'm saying. Like Kurt Franklin inspires niggas. I love that nigga. But then it's also like what I liked about him. <laughs> <laughs> was when he finally like, when he got in trouble with the whole like when he got the the what's it called the uh, uh, porno stuff. He's yeah. Porno. yeah, I was like that that humanized him. I was like, all right, you're not perfect. That's cool. But he always because being so in a awesome porn like shit. that, yeah. I don't even think that's bad. But being that's in, the crazy part. It's not. But it's but no but but I think back I think back then it was like worse because you can be like oh I'm gonna get to the porn now. I wake up, I look at my computer, and I watch porn or i look at my phone and i watch porn everyone's like okay that's like in that's in grass now it's like oh I'm, uh, back then it's like i'm a porn addict i go to like downtown to the seediest spot oh, right, and I, wa- right, right. I walk into a building and then i buy i spend 150 dollars on ford vhs's yeah beating off in buy, public beating yeah. off, i beat off in public because you can't because I, I can't wait beating off in public yeah I'm telling you, those 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 motherfuckers, those niggas were the pioneers of the porno industry. Like they were like, all right, I'm tired of turning off the public. There has to be a, there has to be a better way. I just think there's a funny image of like Kirk Franklin trying to be in disguise 
with like uh excuse me i'd like to please use this. i'm not kurt franklin for those that think i shouldn't be in here beating off glory glory i mean oops <laughs> Wait, Nick. <laughs> Nick, I want, I want to be. I want to be the person. I want to be the person like at the part at the porno in the porn theater. Like, Hello, sir. Can I uh, can I help you? For those of you who think this movie has come too far, for the <laughs> Wait, excuse me, aren't you gospel Wait, Grammy winning? No, my brother, no, my brother. That's not me, my brother. I'm sorry. You must have me confused with somebody there's, else. There's a whole no, choir you're, choir you're, behind you, sir. Yeah, you're. you're, you're, you're. <laughs> property that has nothing to do with me (laughs) so you don't own that that's god's property no and it says in jeremiah verse 6 chapter 7 let he who is without breath enter the theater please i'd like to see (laughs) if you have it queued up please (laughs) makes me want to clap makes me clap huh Makes me beat my meat. <laughs> now, how should I pay you? Silver and gold? <laughs> oh, my God. Aren't you rich? I don't have fame or fortune. No bridges Yo. untold. I'd rather have. All right, this might be too, this might be too far. We might go to hell. I'd like, rather too. have one ticket than silver and gold. <laughs> Yo, Nick, Nick, can you fucking do Kurt Franklin telling the janitor he made a mess? My brother, my brother, please, before you exit this theater, please make your way down to row six. There has been an anointing. (laughs) I feel a substance like milk and honey. Oh, my God. It rains. Oh, y'all can't stop me. Rains. Ah, one more time. Rains. Ah, she said, rain down on me. Oh. You can't I'm on. stop. My you parents, can't stop my joy, devil. My parents, Makes me want to clap. My parents the other day were just like, so where's your podcast? Can we listen to it? And I was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Come on, you can't say anything that bad. I'm like, trust me, it's bad. I'm expecting my mom to text me at some point. Like, are you talking about Kirk? <laughs> it's like, right shit. <laughs> Rains. Ah. Rains. What's crazy, too, speaking of porn addiction, another person who had that shit, uh, LL Cool J. Really? He had a sex addiction, right? You no, know, it was, you no, know, I read his book. Yeah, you know, no, it was, yeah, he said it was, he's like, he said oh, sex. I really, yeah. I, yeah, sex, he was like, yeah, you know, sex, I, I can do whatever I wanted, so I didn't really care. But the porn addiction was out of confusion. He was like, there was a day that, like, he was just on his bed and he was just surrounded by pornos and he was like passed out and he woke up and he felt like a, he had, he, he was so stressed out about his porno addiction, he got sleep paralysis. That's crazy. And risk. Yeah. Yeah, everything was fucked up. Steroids will about, do that. Steroids will get right. you. Yeah, man. Yeah, he did kind of. He did gloss over how he got in shape so so quickly. He didn't talk about the facelifts. Did he talk about the facelifts? No, nah, this, this this one came out like ninety nine or two thousand. He was getting facelifts back then, like right after uh, in the house is when he started looking twenty years younger. Like when oh you know when it when uh when what you call it came out uh and your friends will see it too when you think there's nothing else I can do. I love you better yeah I love I'm gonna yeah around that time like 2001 when the iTunes oh, yeah. 2000 2000 2000s LL yeah he was on some shit 2000 but LL also like 
he has one of like the most I don't want to say underrated careers, but unappreciated careers. He should be in a versus battle. Who would you put him up against? I would say Buster. Nah, Buster Buster Buster, Buster would, would kill him. Buster would murder. Buster would kill LL. Buster yeah. would kill. Buster would kill LL. He would. Nah. Yes, I, think it, I think it would be. You going back to eighty five? But I think yeah, I think and I think Buster. I think because Buster also like Buster can go back not to eighty. I don't even go go back to eighty five. He can go back pretty far. Then mm-hmm. like he get, but Buster can also get current. Okay. What album? Do, okay, so what Buster album can go up against Mr. Smith? I would say uh, Mr. Smith is is five mic, like standard. You know Buster. Let me go to Buster's albums. Buster has a lot. He's See? had a lot of great albums. Right? Right, he got. Clark, he got. A, he, go ahead. Give me a song on Mr. Smith, and then Tawanda, you give me a song, a Buster song to compete. Do, with doing it. Okay. We could do this versus right now. I take, take LL. I take Buster. I say doing it. What he got? What you got for doing it? Intro alone. This this rap. I mean, men and women love it. Mm-hmm. All races. The first time together and the feeling kind of this is this was the same theater in the video that Kirk Franklin used to go to. <laughs> Kirk Franklin was on the other side of the booth. Ah brother, this is my joint. Oh, I got my I got mine. What? To go and be with Peter and Janet Jackson. I, 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 I give this. Alright. <clears throat> And even though, but also, they, they get, so you take videos like, yo, what's it gonna be like? Because uh, my Buster, they did a versus, it had to be uh, add videos and shit. Buster wins easily. We ain't talking about videos because I did both of them. Also, I did some co- some cold ones for LL though. Hey, no, there's no, there's no LL video better than a Buster Rhymes video. That's true. I mean, fucking, uh, give me some more. Woo. Even though, even this, even this video, which is literally about, this, this video is literally about sex. But I'll tell you this, they overpaid. <laughs> that video was like a million dollars. I don't know if it needed to be a million dollars. I don't know, bro. This song, this song, this song right here. Dog, you know. What, what can Buster fuck with? I'm bad. I'm bad. Give me some more. No. That don't compare to I'm bad. You gotta say uh you gotta say the other one. Or well, or or ha got you on check. It's it hurts because I am an LL fan too. I'm bad is great. I'm bad is great. That's that song's gay. That song's amazing. But got you on check is amazing. And it just make you wait for the beat to drop. I don't care who you are. This shit playing, you feel like you about to go rob a nigga. You could be a 21-year-old white girl. All right. Get more current. Okay. What is like, what does LL have that can be that can be touch it? That can be touch it? Touch it. No, LL. Four three two one. Four three two one. That can't be touching. Hey, yo, Swiss, I don't think they're ready for this shit. Because talk about this. Because also, because okay, yeah, his thing about 4321, right? That song was a collab to begin with. 
you want to compare, sure. if you want to compare, if you want to compare the two songs, you have to play the Touch It Remix, and the Touch It Remix is gonna beat Four Three Two One because it has the Mary you know, J. Blige verse, bro. You know what I would compare Four Three Four Three Two One? I would compare it to the uh, the remix to uh, the Tribe record. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Or uh, Biggie's record. I mean, Craig Mack's record. Oh, Flavor in Your Ear? Oh. Flavor in Your Ear versus 4321. No, no, it'd be, no, because it'd, no, it'd be Flavor in Your Ear. No, Flavor in Your Ear has on... And LL was on that one too. Yeah, exactly. You, you have to be Flavor in Your Ear versus Special Delivery. Or no, that's not yeah, one of those two. Well, this beat is so crazy. It was. And the video. The video for this was nuts. Yeah, so Remember with the Halloween beat. shit? Yeah. yeah. All right, you have to compare this. You have to compare this too. You have to compare LL's this to cannabis to busts to this to Ja Rule. When the bust of this Ja Rule, you ever hear the help the the uh Shadyville remix of uh Hail Mary? Oh, years ago, yeah. And that, I remember that verse, like it was just damaged. Like, like LL, those called Can I Bust was amazing, that shit was dope, but. Fucking Buster Rhymes this was like devastating. You never heard Buster. that. You never heard Buster be that meat like that. Like Well, Violator was on that gang gang shit. It was like you come at one of us, you come at all of us. Bro. Buster and Chris Lighty. At the end at the end of that shit. At the end of that shit, bro. I remember Buster just being like, I didn't want to do this. But you made me. Like, what record what record can Buster put up against Hey Lover? Oh, I know exactly can put up against that shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Off, his, off the Big Bang, nigga. Off the Big Bang. Uh, to call it. Where's it at? Not that. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. There is a still. He has, he has a song. He has a song. I gotta find it. Oh, I know what you want. I know what you want. Is that baby if you give it to me? Yeah. I give it to you. You know what I want. I got it. Yo, I'm surprised Buster got away with that. No, I'm surprised. This, this, this song, this song, this song was a, this song was a banger. This is a, this is a banger, but I'm surprised. This song this. was so, this song was so good. Don't you need? We're all just like, wait, what? Scully and Mulder roll the shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> it, was, it was a good thug love song. I hate when rappers laugh on tracks too. Why? Yeah, this corny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bust ain't got shit for Mama said knock you out. Yeah, he do. Don't tell me you ain't never ran a mile in this, to this. This is a great song. I would put up, put your hands where my eyes can see. That's fair. I was waiting for you to bring that one up. Yeah, but you, that's, but you yo, ain't got nothing that. after that. You ain't got that's, nothing after yeah, that. Yeah, you do, you do, you do. Then you have Pastor Cavastier. Then after that, you have fucking the, you have the remix to what? You have New York shit. You have the Get Low remix. But you, okay, so you saying, okay, so name your Buster track and I'll give you an LL also, track. Oh, okay, also, break break your neck. What about the booming system? What about going back to Cali? What about Heads from? What about I need to What about Let Your Ass on Fire? 
That's probably my favorite Buster record. Yes, you can't. Yo, like, no, what, is, what does he have to stop Light Your Ass on Fire? Light Your Ass on Fire was crazy. Love you better. I love my bitch. <laughs> Around the Way Girl. Uh, they made a whole TV show based on that fucking record. Living Single oh, I got one, based I got around... One. I, got one, I got one that LL can't beat. Make it clap. The Sean Paul Remix make, make it clap. Dog, Yo, Nick, can you run the booming system real quick? Yo, I really might leave. After this is over, I'm listening to so much fucking... I'm listening to all Busta and LL, bro. I want to see that. I want to see that versus... Fatty girl, fatty girl. That, that was I, I watched that video the other day. See, that video was fine. That was, but same time, Busta has uh, what's it called? The song with Chris Brown and Lil Wayne. LL has I can't. He got busy on it, and I can't live without my radio. What are we saying? But at the same time, it's like you can't, you can't like. There's a, a generation where LL has to stop. You play all that shit. Next thing you know, you get, you get to Headsprung. I like Headsprung. <laughs> then after that, you have to get to uh, what's the other song you had? The song with the dream. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm that type of guy. That lounge remix with Total. Who do you love? Who do you love? I want to lounge with you. Oh was, yeah, that, that was shit was crazy. What, what what's your response to this record? So Nick could play it. What's your response to this record? I named like eight different. I named like eight That's songs. True. Yeah. That's true. You talking about baby feature in the dream? That's, that was trash. Yeah, that song. That was that was an awful song. Business. You can play the Sogon remix. The joint with Jennifer Lopez. Love you better. No, no, the uh, he had another record with Jim. Uh, can, is it no, no. Oh, my pride is all out. Yeah, pride is what you have. It's gone. That was mad. That song was mad. Uh, gaslighty. Yeah. yeah, pride is you had, baby girl. I'm what you have. Like, God damn. Damn, you ain't shit. All right. Uh, play Make It Clap, the remix. Because that shit. Yeah. But also, Busta wins because he got a rap. If, if you get a rap versus Mary J. Blige, you automatically won. <laughs> this shit was yo, this shit was this shit was hard. Busta was yo, cause yo, what, this shit was this shit was. This was there's a timestamp like this song is definitely of an era. Hello, this the nigga on the who was featuring on the same song. Yeah, but but we all we both we both, we both watched beat the beef DVD. You know what fucking happens? We know Canvas went in there and said, "Let me get the mic off your let me get the mic off your arm." And then LL was like, "Nah, change your verse." After he changed his verse and left, LL wrote a whole verse about Cannabis. Then after that, oh. had a fucking phone call, and LL was like, "Y'all do a song with you later." And they never did the song together. And next thing you know, Cannabis dropped second round knockout, which is probably one of the best songs ever. But LL, the fact that he even dissed, the fact that he even dissed uh, Cannabis made him made him made him automatic. 
Because I'm not saying LL ain't a snake. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying he got more records than Busta. But he was also the first. He was like the first rapper signed to Def Jam. True. He signed, yeah, he signed. He signed in Rick. He signed in Rick Rubin's fucking dorm room. It would be a great versus. That's all I'm saying. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It, oh, it'd be amazing. It'd be a really good one. I want to see. Uh, I think the best one that's never gonna happen, but it would be the best one. Uh, Fifty versus Job. You know what? I was thinking about that. That'll never happen. I think Fifty running from Ross. Ross would be you know, Ross would Ross would beat Ross, Ross would beat Fifty's ass. Fifty when it comes 50, down. To Fifty running from Ross. That's who he needs to go at. Mm-hmm. First of all, he lose he he lose the job. He lose it. He lose the job. First and first. You think so? Hit, hit for hit. Yeah, hit for hit for hit. You play 50's greatest hits, but Jaws greatest hits. Jaws shit is just like it's amazing. Ja Rule Essentials. Yo, Ja Rule, every song on that should be like, oh shit. This Always on time, put it yep. on me, mesmerize, holla holla. Yeah. Can I get a yeah? I'm real. Yeah. And that's pretty much it though. No, there's, there's, no, there's, there's more, there's more, there's more. You forget you're forgetting you living what? it up, thug yep. loving. Speaking okay, first of, Bobby, of all, can we all get right, Thug Lovin' real quick with John Rule and Bobby Brown? I watch that video every other day, bro. Bobby went ham in that video. Yeah, Bobby's like, having the time of his life. Like, I feel like he showed up on time and everything. He did. <laughs> if, you watch, if you watch the BET video, if you watch the BET movie about uh, Bobby, he talks about this song being like a big fucking deal. Did it ever come out? The movie? Yeah. I gotta see that. It came out a few years back. Like the two people. <laughs> this ain't Babyface. This ain't Ralph. This Bobby. This Bobby. This is all Bobby. This Bobby. Yeah, Bobby was going. Oh, yo, Bobby was going. Oh, bro. The two people that sing the hardest on a on a on a hook is Bobby Brown on Thug Lovin' and Jill Scott on Daydreaming. Nobody sings harder than Jill Scott on Daydream. You know what I'm talking about? The Lupe Fiasco joint? Lupe Fiasco. Towards the end, she goes crazy. Nah, I'll see you there. I'll say John Legend on any early feature. Oh, you know, I I agree. On that Rick Ross, on Magnificent, he goes crazy about Pippin. This Pippin is so magnificent. Start living it. Stop dreaming it. (laughs) Like, damn, John. Yeah, John, no, John, John just like, you know, early John was going so hard on everything. Yeah, all the Kanye shit, he was going, he was going nuts. And they had that low camera angle, like right on the crotch. Yes, yes. You can tell you can tell how short they were. <laughs> when this shit came out, oh my god! I remember I watched I watched the making of I watched the making of this video. That's so yeah. It was uh, MTV, right behind. No, 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 the, no, no, no. It, it was the B, it was the B, it was the BET version of that of that same oh, show. Oh, okay. And Bobby did one dance move. You can't do that, right? And it was like you could tell the whole cast and crew was just like, Yo, why is Bobby here? Everyone just there work, just working his ass off. Yeah, Bobby, but every, yeah, you working so hard. Everyone's looking at him like, Yo, why are you here? But Ja was like, nah, this is gonna be it. 
I love it. It just is. I love a comeback story, you know. Everyone does. Everyone loves a good comeback when you like you bounce back. But then John, like John's never coming back. But he never. As much as he was destroyed, we're still talking about John. Oh yeah. Like he's not like cannabis. Well, cannabis is that's more that's all that's half LL and that's half white club. Sure. If cannabis had hits, it would have been a whole different story. But also, you look, you look, you look at cannabis, you look at them really, and you're just like, I, I, like I listened to what's called. Uh, what was that? The one song he had was like him just rapping for like 15, 20 minutes. It was. Uh, it was on the album. I don't think it was on the album. It was like cannabis. His problem was like he was he was like the first or second like big internet MC. I remember going to there's like there was a uh, I think it was called Poet Laureate or something like that. He, 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 rap, he was rapping, rapping, rapping. Then he made a third part that was he was rapping so long there were three different parts to it. Yeah, on his website you go to it. It's like, right, there's three or four different parts to the song and there's three or four different beats, right? And you can play a, a beat. And part, they part of the song, and it would all mesh up. They'd all mesh, no matter what you did. Like it was mad effort, but the problem was, it was just like he couldn't take advantage of the internet at, at its early stage. Canvas came out maybe like three years later. You would have been huge. He missed. He just missed his opportunity. Well, who would you put up against Kanye? Just Blaze? Quincy uh, Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Rick Rubin? Who? I can't even think about that. Rod shit. Temperton? Who's going up against Ye? I don't know. I would, I would maybe put Pharrell. Yes. Now, but yeah. you know what? Pharrell. Pharrell, yeah. But I'm trying to think of a whole album produced by Pharrell or the Neptunes that I love. That's the hip hop album. The Clips. The first Clips album was crazy. Yeah, the first one that's, that's, that's a classic. That's a classic. That's a classic. But yo, we gotta do this thing. Uh, this is very important to the podcast. You gotta tell me what's going on in your life. What do you need a song for? And I'll give you a song for that. Oh man, I'm newly in love. Congratulations! Congrats, Thank you. Thank you. Love. I found love in a pandemic. Word. And I hope she hear this. <laughs> I said it. I said it in Cameroon. I said it. I said it in. I said it in Roxbury. I said it. I said it in St. Pete, Florida. I said it. It's just like all these fifth-rate cities that I try to do. Like shoot the messenger in. I said it in Omaha. I said it. All right. So, final love in the pandemic. Well, the obvious, the too obvious answer is the Rihanna song. We fell in love in a hopeless place. That's, True. That, that's that's too that's too obvious. It's too on the money. Yeah. That's too on the, uh, the money. All right, I got one. They find the motherfucker. This is one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite artists now. Uh, how you feel about Lucky Day? I don't know nothing about it. All right, Lucky Day. He's a dude. Uh, he's a new like like half singer, half rapper type dude. Has a good voice. He was on American Idol, I think, in like 2005. He made it to like the top 20. But that was the same year that Carrie Underwood was like just running through things. So he, he had no, he didn't really have a chance. So, uh, well, I'm, what I'm gonna recommend. I'm gonna take a risk. I have an interlude for you. Not even a whole song. It's the interlude, and it's called "Ready for Love" off of the Painted album by Lucky Day. It came out last year. And 
on, on May 24th, then, it's about to be this year anniversary. So, wow. So, they play Ready for Love by Nader uh, Loop. This shit. This whole, this whole album is amazing. This whole album is amazing. And also, I like it because he's a nigga in his 30s singing. Yeah. And it's, it's different. So, this is my, this is my shit right here. Man. He has a good voice, too. He's smooth. The videos. They're fucking fantastic. Cast black women in his videos. Saw some Chris Brown. I don't know Chris Brown shit. Shout out to black women. Yep. And this is just like, if and even though it's not a, it's not a full song, right? It's an interlude, but it's long enough that you're like, I want to see where this goes. And that's the metaphor. Where I do know this song. I just never know who made it. Yeah, this is dope. Yep. And it's like you don't know you don't know where we're going in life. We don't know what's going on with this pandemic shit, but. You know what's happening right now? It's a beautiful thing. And I felt like the Rihanna song, as on the nose as it is, it's kind of like it kind of gives you the vibe that this isn't this isn't gonna work. This isn't gonna work. It's gonna fail yeah. at some point. And that's not the energy you want to have with a new relationship. Oh, it's gonna fail. You want to be like, yo, this is gonna work. I'm ready yeah. for this to work. Are you ready for this to work? Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Burn them incense. Yeah, burn that Palo Santo, baby. Palo Santo, Palo Santo. I am Alejandro. I have your delivery. Yeah, it's just me and I'm on the third floor. I don't see your building. <laughs> I hope it's me you're feeling. All right. Yeah, a little freestyle. I had to give yeah. a freestyle. Yeah, because you, you, you feel it in your chest. But listen, but listen to that album. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen to Painted. Listen to Painted. Painted by Lucky Day, fucking fantastic. Final segment. This is where I ask you for advice, and I need a song to play to help me through a situation. Okay. My situation is that um, I've been in the house, you know, more trying to create, trying to do stuff, and I think my next venture is going to be I want to make like a web cartoon, like a, a comic strip. But the problem is, I don't know how to draw. I just I know like mm. I, I I love them. I just and today today literally like. I got Amazon delivered. I had, uh, I got uh, an iPad, right? And I'm looking at it and I'm like, you know, get, I got, I download the apps and stuff and I feel this thing in my chest and just like, well, what the fuck do we do? Where do we, where do we go from here? And okay. what I'm trying to do, I need a song that'll keep me motivated and stop me from just like watching porn on my iPad. Okay. First of all, slow down, Kirk. Second. <laughs> The obvious one, the easy one, is "Erase Me" by Cuddy. That's the that's the 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 lie. But the song that really gets me, um, like in the creative space, I was listening to, is uh, "Central Park West" by John Coltrane. Like that shit, yeah, I like that. That gets me in a very like artsy black dude Cosby intro music. I just think of like those videos from the '80s where. But or Bob, bro, somebody getting painted, you know? Yeah, I like that because, like, I feel like "Erase Me" is good, but it has the the but the energy's not positive. The energy's yeah. like I'm gonna blow, I'm gonna blow up, and you're gonna have to see me everywhere. Versus, just, like, yeah. I just want to create. Like, I watched yesterday. I watched the Criminy for the first time. Yeah, it's my, it's my new, it's my favorite Todd Perry movie now. Period. It's fucking great. Okay. Have, you, have you seen it? No. It's it's a you know, Trust me. It's amazing because the whole story is basically like Taraji P. Henson is married to a nigga that ain't worth shit. He's broke. He doesn't pay for shit. 
He keeps asking him for money because he's like, yo, I have this great idea. It's gonna make a ton of money one day. I need your support. 20 years go by and he's not making money. He's still doing the same old shit. His, her family pressed him to get a job. He gets a job with the family. He fucks with the job. And then Taraji asks for a divorce because she's like, you cheated on me. So then mm. they break up. He goes, to, he goes to a homeless shelter for a little bit, right? He goes to a shelter while working at a restaurant. And the product he's trying to sell, this chick is just like, yo, uh, my director wants to see it. And they cut him a check for $75 million. It's crazy. So then he comes back to her, Tarazi's job with flowers and shit. He's like, yo, thank you so much for supporting me for all that time you did. I just want to come back and tell you that like I sold my thing. Also, uh, I remember you lost your you lost your mom's house because of me. So I bought it back for you. Here's the keys. Also, you took care of me for 20 years. Here's $10 million in, in a check. Mm. And her whole family is just like, damn, maybe he was good. And then she goes back to see the nigga, right? She goes back to the nigga and be like, yo, I still love you. I always believed in you. He's like, oh, that's great. But um, here's my new girl. Here's my uh, new fiance. And his fiance is the Don't girl. give it away. Don't give it away. I'm watching. You are, you got because it, you know, it turned it, and it keeps, I'm gonna watch it. You, you watch it, and it's just like Tyler Perry made a movie. You could tell that this is this this is based on his life. You could tell this, this is how he sees himself. Yeah. It's very much like I'm gonna win in spite of you. And that energy, I think, is good sometimes. But my problem with it is like when you want to create something that's pure and good, if you're creating from a bad space, you have to stay in a bad space for it to truly succeed. We need the full story, yeah. Yeah, you need to be like, you can't like, you can't start off toxic and then work your way to being good. You have to, if you start off toxic, you gotta succeed toxic and keep being toxic. You can't be like, you know, I changed my mind. So if you start off, you in other words, same energy. Yeah, keep the same energy. Keep the same energy. And this song is like, you know what? I'm gonna get up. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna do my thing. And then I can picture myself. Well, I can picture somebody younger than me in a hundred years or so walking through a museum. And you can see, like, oh, Tawanda Dagona used to work in his Bushwick apartment. And he used to draw every day. Though he wasn't good, he had he had a vision. And his vision now became this, that, and the third. And you have a bunch of motherfuckers with, like, these, with the big, black, I'm smart nigga glasses. Just talking yeah. about, like, oh, yeah, his, his vision was... The, so, like, that's, that's the energy I want. This song, you, you know, you say you wanted something to make you want to write. This song doesn't necessarily make you want to create. It makes you want to live a life worth talking about acts so it's two in one i like that i like that mm. yeah. well clark thank you so much for doing the show man we really appreciate it appreciate everything you did throwing up the stacking throwing up gang signs and shit um <laughs> i want to say nick do you want to say anything do you want to wrap up the, can you can you do kirk franklin wrapping up the whole podcast let's all hold hands and pray elder kirk if you could Lead us in prayer as we close the podcast. This one goes out to everyone who's out there <laughs> with a problem. Anyone who needs a song, someone needs a note saying, Hallelujah! For them. And Father God, I want you to come down and rescue us from this pandemic. Take that virus and <laughs> teach it a lesson. In your name we pray. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Oh Amen. my God. Thank you so much, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you follow all for me. listening. Follow Clark. Where, where can people follow you, bro? 
at the Clark Jones, C-H-E-E-C-L-A-R-K-J-O-N-E-S. Classic Black Dude Podcast. Yes. Um, at Tawanda Gunner on Twitter. Yeah, that's it. That's where it's at. That's where it's at, baby. Send, send all your mail to me. Yeah. Click, like, subscribe. Makes me want to clap. Yes. All right. Thank you, everybody, so much. Let me just do the, let me just do the, the final thing where we're going to, like, because for this shit, I like to take a picture of all of us and post it online. Got it. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. Peace, man. All right, man. Peace. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to one's live request. Yeah.